everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 527. Today we're going to take a look at Junk Art. Now, this is being brought over by Z Man Games. Now, this is a game in a particular genre. Let's take a look at the back of the box. And you can see these wooden blocks and things here. Now, you're going to be stacking these on top of each other and trying not to have the contraption that you build fall down. It's kind of like reverse Jenga, so to speak. There's been a few other games that I've played like this. Uh, one is Bowsack, which is a very old game, very hard to find. Another one is a Riff Raft, and there's another one that I can't remember the name of. And usually you just kind of stack things up or, or put things on like this big rocking ship and stuff like that until it falls over and then there's a, a loser and maybe multiple winners or a single winner. Uh, but this kind of reinvests back into that genre and kind of mixes everything up. So not to spoil the review, but let's jump into uh, kind of how the game works, which is many different ways, and then I will tell you what I think of it. Now one thing to note here is you can maybe tell this is actually a wooden box here that's inside of this sort of cardboard insert there. Uh, so this is kind of a nice sturdy thing. You don't necessarily need that cardboard box part, but it's kind of nice art and stuff. Then you've got the rule book, and there's some other rule books and other languages under here. And then you have these different wooden pieces and everything. I just want to kind of show that it was a wooden box and we've got some other components here. So let's set things up and then we'll talk about how the game works. Okay, now here is all of the pieces that you get in the game. And the first thing to notice, of course, are these very nicely and brightly colored uh, wooden pieces here. And you can see there's four colors of them. So each of the different colors has each of the same kind of pieces. So each of the colors has this sort of, you know, plank with a hole in it. Uh, now sometimes, depending on how you set the game up and which kind of rules you play with, each player can take over a certain color of pieces. Uh, but most of the time you'll mix these up and then players will be pulling from the general supply. Now each player is gonna get one of these wooden black blocks here, and these are your base. And you're always gonna start stacking things on top of uh, this base like so. Uh, now, there are six of these, so the game goes from two to six players. And there's a variety of ways, basically, that you're going to score uh, the game. Now, what you're trying to get are these tokens here. Now, these white ones are worth one point, or they call them fans, and then the black ones are worth five. And what you're doing is you're traveling to these different cities. So you've got hometown, Amsterdam, uh, Gujarat, uh, Indianapolis, Monaco, and so on. And what these do is they set up different ways to evaluate the game. So it's gonna give you different end conditions and also different uh, ways you're gonna score points and all that. So it's kind of icon heavy. So I just usually open the rule book and then turn to the section about that particular city there. So like there's Paris. And you just read that. And you're gonna deal out three of these uh, to start the game, you're going to kind of see what's up and coming. And then kind of depending on the rules of the city that you're in, you're either going to be playing simultaneously, so you can see here is a simultaneous play city, or you might have turn order go one direction or the other direction, and you have this little turn order marker here to signify and remind you which direction it's going. Uh, and then sometimes you might have some special cards uh, that go with some of the different cities. Now there is a stack here of cards and there are cards for each of the different components in the game. So you've got here the card here matching this here, this blue piece there, and so on. Now the other thing to note about these cards is they have numbers. And this sometimes comes into play uh, when you might actually be drafting. There's even like sort of a trick-taking uh, variant or way to score. And so you'll play these and then based on you know the cards that are played, then players will have to play certain um, of the, the pieces. And so you're trying to play 
and this is this is general throughout all of the different variants. You're trying to play the easiest one. That's not going to fall over. Now, when you have a turn to take a piece, and you can set this base up either like up, uh, upside like that or flat, and then you take a piece. So when you take a piece, you you can take it and you can touch this piece all you want. And you have to place it in such a way that it's touching the base. It can never be touching the ground. And once you get another piece, then I can take this. And if I want to move a piece that I've already placed, then I have to move it with this piece, but I can no longer touch this piece. Now I can touch the base with my other hand there like that. And that was bad. <laughs> but then I can put that on there like that. So a lot of times you're gonna keep playing and you're gonna play until somebody has a fallen piece. So if a piece falls off, Let's say that fell off like that did. Then I would set that aside and that would count as a fallen piece. So you might play until somebody has five fallen pieces or you might get eliminated. So you might play and say, once you have two fallen pieces and then you're eliminated. And that's actually a nice thing because a lot of these other kind of games, once you kind of mess up and blow up whatever structure you're building, then you're out of the game. So this isn't always an instant in this case. And so a lot of times you're going to be, like I said, you could be playing tricks, you could be drafting the cards, you could be sort of like trying to negotiate a little bit and say, here, I'll give you these two, and then you build this one, I'll build that one kind of thing. So there's just a ton of different variants uh, throughout all the cities. And there's even a variant where you all work on the same base, that's the Paris variant. And so players will have a hand of cards, and the card that you play, the next player has to uh, actually add that to the structure. And then once you have three fallen pieces in that case, then you're out and you, people keep going, they keep building on the same structures. Uh, the other thing you might do is you might have to have the tallest structure when play ends. And so they give you this kind of tape measure here. And so sometimes it's hard to tell. So you can actually measure exactly there uh, with this tape measure. Now there's even a variant here. Let's see if I can find it. This here is Nashville, and this actually will work with uh, Flick 'em Up if you have that. Now, I don't have Flick 'em Up, so I haven't tried it, but you can kind of set up these pieces uh, and you get dealt these uh, um, cactus cards too. That's what those are for. And you can set the, like these different structures up across from each other and then use the Flick 'em Up pieces to kind of shoot at each other, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but that's basically the game. You just, you know, flip over these cities and you play one of the different variants and you know just kind of mix it up and it's just going to mix up how the game is scored and how each round is going to end okay so that is junk rat and right off the bat i just want to say it's an amazing production across the board uh the pieces that you actually put together uh they're nicely colored very cool looking once you get like a nice cool structure on the table it looks kind of artsy you know i guess so that's pretty cool and i think they uh put a lot of thought into how all the different kind of shapes work. So there is some sort of uh, learning that you can do as you play the game and kind of go, oh, well, that, this one isn't so bad, you know. Now that I see, I can kind of slide this other thing inside of it and that kind of thing. Uh, but that actually is going to change a little bit based on the scenario that you're doing, which I think is, is really a plus for this game. So like with the other games, like Riff Raff and Bossack, which are the two I remember playing, um, you kind of have some pieces that are like, okay, that one's just kind of automatically the worst piece. You know, you don't want that because it's really rolly or something. Uh, or you, you just kind of know certain situations where that piece is, you know, that's the time to use that piece, that kind of thing. Uh, whereas in this, you know, you have different scenarios and stuff, so it's going to kind of change up from uh, game to game. Uh, the other thing that is cool is actually the theme. And I kind of mentioned this, you know, they do kind of look artsy. 
And I think it really kind of has a cool theme where players are kind of traveling from town to town. They're sort of building these impromptu pieces in front of people. If you kind of think of like, uh, you know, folks doing ice sculptures or something at the fair and that kind of thing. So it's kind of like a traveling troupe. You know, we're all trying to impress and, and get the most fans or the most points uh, in the in the different cities. And the different cities kind of have different tastes or different, uh, uh, you know, stuff that they like to see in their art. So that's kind of cool it kind of fits the theme actually uh, so i think it's a very very nice production um, i think the nice thing about it for me as i think is kind of like the end all be all of those kinds of games where uh, you know if you if you played riff raff a whole bunch you'd probably get bored of it because you know you just it's kind of the same thing over and over whereas this you can play it all kinds of different ways and then you know you, you can probably combine and make different rules your, yourself or play different lengths and and kind of adjust the scoring how you like and stuff so uh, it's definitely a dexterity game i've played with people that were like whoa i'm i don't want to play this at all because they just are super nervous about you know stacking stuff so um Obviously, that's obvious, though. You want to know that going in. But uh, it can be tricky, and you do want to have sort of a patient hand uh, to put the stuff out, just like any game like Jenga or anything. Uh, so I highly recommend this. Everything is very nicely laid out. Uh, just a great overall production, and it's super fun. And it's just the thing about these dexterity games, which I don't review a lot of because I haven't owned any of them, and usually my group has them where I play them at a convention or something. And it's just a great time. It's just a nice sort of break in, uh, at least in a kind of a game night type of format where you know, using your brain, using your brain so much, or you know, having these big tactical wars or whatever you're doing. And this is just a nice shift and a nice uh, a change of pace, but it still has some very smart design elements that are going to keep you interested and still kind of engage that other side of your brain uh, you know while messing with your dexterity skills so definitely take a look at this one thanks